I meant to. You, oh man, I meant to call that lady. Uh, it, I didn't even send her an invite. Okay, give honor to God and all the saints, thanking God for the privilege of prayer tonight. We're focusing on a prayer before you go to bed. This is a prayer that we should practice reading every night before we go to bed. And we're going to start with our scriptures. That's uh, the foundation of this prayer. And those scriptures are Psalms 4, Psalms 23, Psalms 42, Psalms 59, Psalms 91, Psalms 125, and Psalms 127. Tonight we're going to have Psalms 23, read by Anne, and Psalms 4 or 42, read by... Um, what happened? I don't have the Bible scripture. Miriam, I don't have the Bible scripture in front of me. Um, maybe next time I'll be more prepared. Oh. I'll pull it up on the computer or something like that. Right now, I don't have it before me, and my feet are plastered oh. to the floor, so you will have to do anything. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. So those, but those are the uh, foundational scriptures, and um, we'll just get started with prayer, and then we'll go into the reading of the scriptures, and uh, then we'll read our foundational prayer uh, to for everyone before you go to bed. A good prayer to even uh, just listen, you know, once you get the link, it's a, it's a good prayer. So dear God, Heavenly Father, God, we give you the praise. God, we give you the glory. God, we thank you, God, for you being God. We exalt you, God. We magnify your name. We glorify you. We thank you, God, for everything that you've done, everything you're going to do for us. God, we just come before you, Heavenly Father, to praise you and exalt you because all honor goes to you. We thank you, God, for the privilege of life. We thank you, God, for the sanctity of life. We thank you, God, for the land of the living. We thank you, God, for the opportunity to live out the destiny that you created us for. We thank you, God, for lining us up where we should be. What should we be doing? To giving you prayer, praise and worship at all times, Heavenly Father, and just saying thank you and, and praying. We thank you, God, for the Bible that gives us a foundation, gives us an understanding of how wickedness has been on this earth and that wickedness has always went back to the pit of hell that it came from because the word of God tells us that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. We thank you, God, for Ephesians 5.11 that tells us to take no part in the works of darkness, rather expose them. God, we ask you, Heavenly Father, to cover each and every one of us, cover our family members, our bloodline. We plead the blood of Jesus on each of our children, our children's children, our nieces, our nephews, our parents, those who have us. And God, we, we pray for our parents, that we, those that we have, have lost our parents, that they may be with you, God, and that you may Make make them that I know they're so happy just to be there with you, God. Cover them, protect them, dear God, and let them rest in peace, Heavenly Father. Give them the peace and the rest that they need. I plead the blood of Jesus over my mother, my father, and my sister that were eugenically taken off this earth. I plead the blood of Jesus for uh, Anne's mom that recently lost was taken off the earth, and uh, I plead the blood of Jesus for my sister Nina's husband and her sister that was taken off this earth. 
God, please, and not another, please don't let another untimely death occur. God, please send back to the pit of hell every curse that these demons are trying to put on us. God, I ask for a special coverage over my building, Heavenly Father, for protection against induced fires using military weapons. They are now in New York City using military weapons in buildings where uh, mid-income people live, and they are disenfranchising people to make them eugenic assassination prey. I bind and rebuke. I ask you, God, for extra shield and protection over this building from head to toe. I thank you, God, for prayer warriors in this building. I pray for this building, dear God, to watch over it. Lead me, direct us, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, please, divine intervention, I ask you for, for the ending of military weapons being used on civilians without any penalties. Dear God, remove that curse off this earth. I thank you, God, for allowing us to be part of the privilege to get this thing out of the secrecy mode and to let it go full force. I thank you, God, for the Havana Syndrome Act that moves forward on acknowledging directed energy weapons, military weapons being used on people to drive them crazy, to drive them paralysis, to disable them, to injure and harm. God, we come against that demon spirit, that spiritual warfare, that warfare spirit, using the military to hurt the, the people that finance it, the people of this country. God, I ask you to expose it. Help us expose it, Heavenly Father. Help us not only expose it, but get it stopped. I plead the blood of Jesus that arrests will be made, that the people behind these horrific uh, uh, eugenic assassination programs including electronic torture, directed energy weaponry, COVID, cancer, viral, all the viruses they put on this earth. I plead the blood of Jesus against it. I plead the blood of Jesus against the military incendiaries that are being used to start fires. From California to New York City, I call exposure to it. I ask you, God, to let punch the devil in the eye. Use your people to arrest these demons in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the week you just brought us through. We thank you, God, for the privilege to be able to go and come safely. We thank you, God, for traveling mercy. And we ask you, God, to continue watching over us this weekend, the next week coming, and the week after. Cover us from head to toe, Heavenly Father. Keep us under your will, Heavenly Father. Keep your protection, God, over us, that every plan of the enemy can be destroyed. Every plan of the enemy could be sent back to the enemy so the enemy can end up sitting in a place like a jail cell and get to know you, Heavenly Father. I pray for every demon committing these crimes to sit in a jail cell for the specific purpose to recognize that you are God, that you are the one that created this earth, and to understand that they have been deceived. We come against, we plead the blood of Jesus against every criminal that's trying to hurt innocent and healthy people. God, I call exposure to all space exploration programs. I plead the blood of Jesus that those programs are exposed and destroyed in the name of Jesus. God, cover our babies, cover our seniors, cover all the, the vulnerable populations of people, Heavenly Father. Watch over them, Heavenly Father. Watch over our, our hospitals, Heavenly Father. Remove demons trying to kill people or have people labeled dead while they're alive. 
Remove them out the way, Heavenly Father. Use your people on this earth that have these positions, that took positions that required an oath covenant, a covenant to uphold the Constitution, a covenant to uphold public safety. God, enforce it, Heavenly Father. We're asking you, God, to use divine intervention to enforce these covenants that have been put in place to enforce the laws of this nation, to enforce public safety, the supreme law of all laws is the safety of the people. Use your people, Holy Ghost, Heavenly Father, send the Holy Ghost, send your angels to talk to them, to not have anyone treated the way they would not want to be treated. Destroy this program, Heavenly Father, where treasured individuals have to walk around without any crime protection, without any medical and dental that's legitimate. I come against the demon spirit of unlawless surveillances. I come against the demon spirit of stalking. I call that spirit to come right back to them. Every single thing they're doing to people, let it come back to them. I plead the blood of Jesus for recompense, that we will all be reinstated for every wrong, every dollar they've taken for us, that God, you will give it back to us multiple fold, and that it will be used to advance the kingdom of God. God, we thank you, Heavenly Father, for you being there, particularly in these types of programs. Thank you, God, that we're exposed to these programs. Thank you, God, that we are not ignorant to the schemes of the devil. Thank you, God, that we are well aware of how deep and deadly this program is and recognize that you are the only coverage there is. And we thank you, Heavenly Father, for being in the best coverage because the only power over evil is the power of God. So God, we thank you. We thank you, God, for grace and mercy that you bestowed upon us. Please, dear God, let us live out the destiny you created us for. Thank you, God, for being able to come together and pray and pray specifically for the destruction of this targeted individual eugenics assassination program. Heavenly Father, please, dear God, send this program to the pit of the hell, pit of hell that it belongs in and never let it resurrect again. We know, God, that sometimes you allow evil for the benefit of mankind. So let us be let this program be very good beneficial towards this humanity. Let it be a teaching lesson how we can cover all the walk, hold up the walls of protection against enemies. The walls of protection are our laws. The only way that they could do this is by disabling public safety and criminal justice offices. Heavenly Father, we plead the blood of Jesus that criminal justice offices will finally work that they will do the job that they were created for, that they will stop these crimes before they are killed themselves. We bind and rebuke the spirit of killing. We bind and rebuke the spirit of making people sick. We bind and rebuke the spirit of making money off of killing people. We plead the blood of Jesus that these crimes will stop. We plead the blood of Jesus that every criminal justice office will enforce the laws that can stop this treason and this genocide in the name of Jesus. God, we love you. We praise you. Give us the stamina and the perseverance, God, to wait on you. Wait until you send that Holy Spirit into people in positions that can make the criminal justice system work on behalf of public safety to stop these crimes. 
I bind and rebuke in the name of Jesus every ritual done for demons to make money off of killing people. I plead the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus that that ritual be null and void, that it will have no impact on this earth, that money will be used for the betterment of humanity, that money will be used to save lives, reverse the curse through the blood of Jesus Christ through people, Heavenly Father. Use your people. Touch them, Lord. I thank you, God, that many places, many countries, UK and other places, are now recognizing that COVID is a fraud, and they are relieving the, 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 the burdensome nonsense they put on it. They're getting rid of their masking. They're getting rid of their tests. They're getting rid of all these ridiculous provisions for an imaginary disease that was designed to kill people, that was designed to put stuff in innocent and healthy people to kill them. I thank you, God, that it's coming to the front. I thank you, God, for every warrior that worked to bring it to the front. I thank you, God, for every person that's out here trying to expose all of these demons' frauds, from electronic torture, directed energy weapons, to their space program, to their uh, income lynchings, their blacklistings, we bind it, rebuke it, and we call it back to the sender. Every demon that has sold their soul for money to kill people, I plead the blood of Jesus, Heavenly Father, that they will get everything that they put out to go to people. Every induced poverty, let it go back to, to the sender so they can know that you are in charge, God. I plead the blood of Jesus that they will never, ever be able to commit these crimes again. I give you all the praise and the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Miriam. I really appreciate that. Amen. Go ahead, Ann. You want to pray? Yes, yes. Father God in heaven, in Jesus Christ's name, I pray, Father. Thank you so much, Father, for allowing us to get together this evening with my prayer warrior sisters, Father, and also my prayer warrior brother. He may not be here present, Father, but he is included in our covenant. Thank you so much, Father. We are so blessed to have you in our lives to show us the direction you would have us going, Father. As we continue to perceive and move forward, Father, we thank you so much for your guidance, Father, for your protection, for your love, Father. For we do love you, Father. Please continue to protect our families, Father. Protect my mom. Protect uh, Miriam's mom. Protect her sister and her family and her entire family. Protect Nina and her family, Father. Protect all of our families, Father, as you have been, Father. We, we love and cherish you so much. And we depend upon your guidance, Father, in moving forward in the direction you would have us moving, Father. Help keep us together, Father. Help keep us strong, Father, because we do work in your name, Father, as we always will, all the days of our lives. And we want to say a special prayer for those who have gone before us, Father. I know you protect and love and embrace them each and every day, Father, and we are so, so blessed to have that. We continue to send praises to you for all that you do for us, Father, that you send blessings to us as we continue to do your work. In Jesus' name I pray forever and ever. Amen. 
Amen. Nina? Amen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, um, Psalm 42, um, the chief musician, Mastil, for the sons of Korah. No, 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 you can pray. Heart. First you want, wait, no, we're praying, and then we're going to read the scriptures. Dear Heavenly Father, I praise you, and I give you all the glory. I pray to you that I hear, you hear us, you hear us crying out to you and to save us and to heal us and to have us come through all of this to protect our family members, um, our elder, our children, so on and so forth, and to um, find a way so that we can expose this program and finally have it um, taken down and expose them to what they really are, which are Satanists. And we understand it is your fight, God, your Heavenly Father. Um, but keep us in your um, prayers and keep us next to each and every single day. My Father's name we pray. Amen. Okay. Amen. 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 Um, okay, you want to go? It seems like you're ready. Yes, yeah, yes, go ahead. And then I'll okay. read mine. Okay, to the chief musician, Mashil, for the sons of Korah, as thou heart panteth after the water brook, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. My soul thirsteth for God. I'm, I'm sorry, wait a minute. What psalms what 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 is that? 42, 1. 42. Yeah. Oh, 42. Okay. Uh -huh. I, I was looking at Psalms 4. Okay, go ahead. As the heart panteth, go ahead. Yeah. Uh -huh. My soul um, thirsteth um, for God, for the living God, when shall um, I come and before God? My um, tears have been, my tears have been my meat day and night. While they continually say unto me, Where is thy God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me. For I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God. And with the voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept holy day. Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted in me? I hope thou in God, for I shall yet. Praise him for the help of his countenance. Oh my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore, I will remember thee from the land of Jordan and of the uh, Hermonites from the hill Mazar. Deep calleth into deep at the noise of thy water spouts. All thy waves and thy billows are gone over me. Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime. And in the night, his song shall be with me, and my prayer unto the God of my life. I will say unto God, my rock, why hast thou forgotten me? Why go I mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with the sword in my bones, mine enemies reproach me, while they say daily unto me, where is thy God? Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me hope thou in god for i shall yet praise him who is the health of my continent and my god okay kind of ends amen. there yeah, yeah okay. that seems very appropriate <laughs> yeah right yeah yeah all um, right this one this one is uh, i love this one this is psalms 91 it's a 
a psalm of protection. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him will I trust. Surely God will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. God will cover us with his feathers and under his wings we will trust. God's truth will be our shield and buckler. We will not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at our sides and 10,000 at the right hand, but none of it will come near us. Only with our eyes will we see the reward of the wicked because we have made God, which is our refuge, even the most high, our habitation. Therefore, no evil will come near us. Neither, neither shall any plague come nigh our dwelling because God gives his angel charge over us to keep us in all our ways. The angels will bear us up in their hands, even if our foot slips. slips. God will, we, thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adler, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. All of our enemies will be under our feet. Why? Because God has set his love upon us. Therefore, we will. He will. God will deliver us. We set God on high because he hath, we have known his name. He shall call upon. We will call upon God and God will answer us. If we're in trouble, God will deliver us and we will honor him. God will honor his people with long life. With long life, will we satisfy him? Will we satisfy God? And we will, and he will show us salvation. Amen to Psalms 91. Just remember, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. What does that mean? Those who choose to go to God in the secret place, you dwelleth in the secret place. You continually pray and have a relationship with God, that he guarantees that he will send his angels to watch over us, that we will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. God, we thank you for that prayer. We thank you, Lord, for that scripture, for that promise, for that dictate that tells us that there's provision for protection in God. God, we thank you for this prayer before we go to bed. Heavenly Father, we come into the presence of you today, dear God, to plead our cases, our cases. This case with this eugenic assassination program, electronic torture, directed energy, weaponry, income lynching. God, we pleading our cases. Break up this program. Destroy it in the name of Jesus. God, we enter through the gates of praise into the sanctuary of heaven. We cover ourselves in the precious blood of Jesus Christ. We baptize ourselves in the fire of the Holy Ghost. We charge the atmosphere with the fire of God. And we take this neighborhood for God, each and every neighborhood for God that we live in. We arrest, we arrest every principality and power trying to usurp authority it does not have on this earth. And we cast those demons into the pit of hell and we command them to never get out. We can do this because we have the life of God in us. 
In the name of Jesus Christ, we confess sins today and we ask you, God, on the basis of your mercy to forgive us. Heavenly Father, we plead the blood of Jesus over any sins that may have been committed in our ancestry. And we cancel through the blood of Jesus Christ any type of satanic covenant and exchange, vows or transactions made over our lives, our body, our soul, our spirit or circumstances in the name of Jesus Christ. We cancel every legal right the devil thought he had and every legal right he tried to pledge against us. We cancel it by the blood of Jesus Christ. The accuser of the brethren will have nothing against us as we come to the presence of God in prayer. The devil cannot hinder our prayers nor delay them because we know who we are. We're children of the most high God. We are kings and priests of the, of the most high God, redeemed from the hand of the devil by the blood of Jesus Christ. We walk in power and authority. We walk in miracles. Psalms 18, 21 says, death and life are in the power of our tongues. So we command the power in our tongue to manifest now. We command our tongues to become fire, to consume the powers of darkness in the air, the land, the sea, and beneath the earth. We raise Holy Ghost standard against the principalities and powers of the air and the host of darkness in the air. We raise Holy Ghost standard against all of the demon forces. We raise Holy Ghost standard against the marine kingdom, against all the hosts of darkness in the sea. We raise Holy Ghost standard against the kingdom of hell and all the hosts of darkness beneath the earth. And we shoot down all the networks of demons gathering to try to resist our prayers. We rebuke and bind all controlling forces of darkness standing against our prayers. God, we declare that all satanic thrones, altars, principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness, spiritual hosts of wickedness, and basically, Lord, all satanic works have no power or authority over our lives. We declare that satanic intimidation, harassment, torture, terrorization will have no effect on us or our family, our bloodline. Today, we receive divine strength to pray. And that our prayers will not be in vain, that we will not pray amiss, that our prayers will bring the desired results. We command the fountain of prayer to open now and to flow into our lives. We command the warring angels of God to descend and fight on our behalf. Every minute and every hour we spend in prayer will bring solutions. Every prior point will attract divine attention and divine intervention. We decree open heavens upon our prayers today. God of heaven and earth will attend to our cases. Our prayers today will make a difference. Our prayers today will shake the heavens and move the earth. Testimonies and miracles will come behind our prayers. We will see breakthroughs. We will see signs and wonders. We will see the destruction of the eugenics program. We will see the destruction of criminal justice officers being disabled. It will be destroyed. We plead the blood of Jesus on this in the name of Jesus. Oh God, our heavenly father, thank you God for being our God and our friend. God, thank you heavenly father for, for the privilege of prayer, for the privilege heavenly father to know you in the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Oh God, our father, thank you for always being there for us, with us, whether we knew it or not. 
Oh, God, our Father, thank you, God, for the great and mighty things that you have done, that you are doing, and that you will do. Oh, God, our Father, thank you for the provision and protection over each and every one of us and our bloodlines. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> oh, God, our Father, thank you for answering prayers. We confess sins before you today, and we ask you, God, on the basis of your mercy to forgive us. Wash us clean today, oh God, by the blood of Jesus Christ. We cover our, our bloodlines and ourselves with the blood of Jesus Christ. Our prayers will not be in vain. Our prayers will produce the desired results in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, we thank you for what you have done for each and every one of us. And we thank you, God, for what you are going to do. Father God, we thank you always for being there for us, even when we did not know it. On the basis of your mercy, Heavenly Father, oh God, forgive us of all sins and wrongdoings in the name of Jesus Christ. We cover the bloodline with the blood of Jesus. We draw the bloodline to surround our family and our property in the name of Jesus Christ. No evil shall come near our families in the name of Jesus Christ. No danger shall come near our dwelling place in the name of Jesus Christ. We are well covered and protected in the Lord and by the power of his might in the name of Jesus Christ. We reject every dream attack in the name of Jesus Christ. We reject nightmares in the name of Jesus Christ. You, power of the night, we are not your candidates. We cast you away from us in the name of Jesus Christ. Every satanic dream designed to obstruct our sleep, to just try to destroy our destiny, we are not your candidates. You are destroyed by the fire of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Every satanic dream designed to steal blessings, we are not your candidates. You are destroyed by the fire of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Every satanic dream designed to plant sickness, that we have no authority over, that has, that has no authority over our lives, be destroyed by the fire of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Every night, caterer, feeding people in the dreams, we do not need your service. You must die by the fire of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Every satanic agent trying to have sex with people in their dreams, you have no authority over our souls and body. You must die by the fire of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Evil animals manifesting in our dreams. We condemn you tonight to die by the fire of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh God, our Father, fight for us tonight. Give us victory in our dreams. Give us victory in the name of Jesus Christ. Every satanic dream designed to confuse us, you will not prosper. You are to be destroyed by the fire of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Bless us in our sleep tonight. Oh God, as you have promised in your word, cover us in the name of Jesus Christ. In our sleep tonight, oh God, give us a new revelation of your greatness in the name of Jesus Christ. In our sleep tonight, oh God, give us a new revelation of your glory in the name of Jesus Christ. In our sleep tonight, oh God, show us the next step to take in life that we will not miss our way in the name of Jesus Christ. In our sleep tonight, oh God, perform surgical operations for healing. Remove anything that can cause sickness in our bodies in the name of Jesus Christ. 
in our sleep tonight, oh God, to demonstrate your power. Support any tree that, and uh, uproot any tree, excuse me, uproot any tree that you did not plant in our bodies, in our lives, in the name of Jesus Christ. In our sleep tonight, oh God, give us direction about what to do with our life and how to do it in the name of Jesus Christ. In our sleep tonight, oh God, restore back to us every good thing the enemy stole from us in the name of Jesus Christ. Tonight, dear God, we shall have good sleep in the name of Jesus Christ. Every power trying to take sleep away from us, lose your hold over us, our lives and our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. In our sleep tonight, oh Lord, reveal unto us the deepest secret of our enemies in the name of Jesus Christ. In our sleep tonight, bless us tonight. Bless us, O oh Lord, with divine revelation in the name of Jesus Christ. Every power trying to turn our sleep into a battlefield, you must die by the fire of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Every power that tries to erase our memory before we wake up, you have no you you no longer have power over us. Loose your hold over our lives now in the name of Jesus Christ. Every power using other people's images to attack us in the dream stage. <coughs> excuse me. You must die by the fire of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Satanic snakes manifesting in our dreams die by the fire of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Every power that puts evil marks on our bodies, whether it's directed energy, weapon, satanic abuse, satanic uh, rituals, frequencies, whatever it may be, you must die. That, that evil mark has to die by the fire of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Every power pressing us in our sleep, you must die by the fire of God uh, in the name of Jesus Christ. We will wake up rejuvenated, ready, and to fulfill purpose in the name of Jesus Christ. As we're going to bed, Father God, surround your angels around us. Surround us with your angels in the name of Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, we will wake in the morning with joy in our heart, praises, songs of praise in our mouth, and testimonies in our life in the name of Jesus Christ. God, we thank you for this prayer, Heavenly Father. And we cover this prayer in the blood of Jesus Christ that each and every one of us will have a good night's sleep. We stand on your word, God, that tells us to ask and we shall receive. Look and we'll find. <clears throat> Excuse me. Open up the doors of heaven, Heavenly Father. We shall find in the name of Jesus Christ. God, we stand in your word that we decree a thing and it shall be established in Jesus' name. As we've spoken in prayers, it shall be so. Our prayers shall produce desired results. Our prayers shall produce desired miracles. Our prayers shall produce desired testimonies. In the name of Jesus Christ, territorial spirits and power cannot hinder our prayers. Sins and flesh cannot hinder our prayers. It is done. It is sealed by the blood of Jesus Christ. And we deliver this prayer. It is delivered to us through the mighty blood of Jesus Christ. 
God, we thank you, though, for the, for the nighttime. The demons try to assault us in the night. But we know how to plead the blood of Jesus and say, demon, you must go back to the pit of hell that you came from. God, cover every treasured individual that's going through something. Because if you're in this program, you're going through something. Give them the strength to endure, Heavenly Father. Give them the strength to, to reach out to you, God. To develop relationship with you so that you can direct them along their way. And every spirit trying to usurp authority that they do not have, we send it back to the pit of hell. God, we praise you. We exalt you, God. We thank you, God, for the privilege of prayer. We thank you, God, for hearing our prayers. We thank you, God, that we can bring to the front for, forefront of, of our prayers this eugenics assassination program that not another untimely death will occur, that not another suffering will occur that these demons will be brought to justice, that they will be penalized, that they will be removed off this earth, away from people. We plead it, we believe it, We, in the name of Jesus, we call it into fruition. I call Boyden Gray arrested. I call every demon in that satanic occult arrested, institutionalized, removed off this earth. I call this earth to be back to the point that God created it to worship and exalt you, God. I bind and rebuke the use of money to bring people to the lowest point to sell their souls. I bind and rebuke to act like money has more power than God's favor. God, I ask you to bestow your favor upon each one of us, God. We need you, Heavenly Father. God, I ask you to bestow your favor on us to be able to stand strong. Those TIs that are just being terrorized like they have done to me and like they've done other people, we plead the blood of Jesus that that terrorization will stop and that the demons will be arrested. We plead it, we believe it in the name of Jesus, Heavenly Father. We bring before you the criminal justice system, God. God, we ask you, God, for them to do what they are supposed to do, and that is to protect the people. We bind and rebuke the disabled public safety officers. We bind and rebuke disabled criminal justice officers. We bind it up. We call that stuff none and avoid, that they will be working, that they will work on behalf of the safety of the people. We call demons to be arrested. We bind and rebuke every master deception they put out here, every directed energy weapon that they used and said it was for good and used it for evil. We call it destroyed. We call V2K destroyed. We call COVID destroyed. We call all of its variants destroyed. We call all the works of Satan destroyed. And the particularly works that have been done by rituals. We call the ritual to be voided out, null and void. The blood of Jesus, shut it down, close it, dis destroy it. No more, no more the devil having a blast on this earth without penalty. We call penalty for demons harassing innocent and healthy people. We call that space program destroyed, exposed and destroyed. We call these <clears throat> every one of these demons attacks and untimely death plots to be destroyed, to have no, no, no effect on us. God, cover us. Let us live, Heavenly Father according to your will, and until you say we're removed off this earth, not the demon program, not the demons running the program. But every demon plotting and planning our assassination, God, kill them first. Give it to give them, not kill them, Heavenly Father. Put them in a place, penalize them, God, so that they can know that you are God. 
kill their works, their evil works, destroy, execute their killer plans, their plans to killing people, destroy it. We call it done in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you. We praise you. We give you all the honor another week. We thank you, God. You brought us through. Let this next week come and be a productive week, Heavenly Father. Everything we set out to do, let it get done in the name of Jesus. Bring us closer to you. Let us develop a relationship with you, God. God, I give you the praise and the glory, and I thank you, God, for that prayer to help each and every one of us be covered by the blood of Jesus Christ and have a very good sleep. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, any comments? All right. This was one video I had started playing with Nina. I didn't get to hear it. It says it's the latest information from the CDC. Uh, <clears throat> I think they're shutting down the COVID thing. Let's see. Baby. <laughs> We're just traveling around like we usually do and um, got some interesting news, actually. About Ireland, right, hon? I, we might as well just share this. This is very good news. It seems like a lot of the restrictions are lifting greatly in Ireland, um, Scotland. Scotland, UK. They're basically doing away with the whole uh, Vax Pass and everything and mask mandates as well. So this, this is very, very exciting news. Things are starting to get a lot better than, um, than how it's been for the past, what, two years now. So that's really great news. So once that happens and everything's going to follow. Now, I know that Boris Johnson did mention that um, that they were going to put a stop to everything. All of this whole all these restrictions, they're going to finally put a stop to it. It's over with. And I think also to fly into the country, maybe um, we have to look into that. I'm not really sure. hundred percent. So that is exciting because there's a lot of places we want to go visit already. <laughs> we're excited and we're planning on checking out the Andes again the next uh, month or so going to the Andes and hang out there for a little while. We're going to be doing some awesome humanitarian work with our crew and uh, just so much, so much to talk about, about that. But anyway, that's something to really celebrate everybody celebrate. And then also not to mention Bitcoin has gone down to like 37 grand. Uh, also Ethereum, a lot of the altcoins, are, are decreasing in value, which is really exciting. If, if, if knowingly, if, if you're a trader and you're you were able to pull out in time and, and sold the position, sold out of the position into uh, stable coins. Um, right now, I would just hold off onto your hold on to your stable coins and wait because I believe that Bitcoin is going to go down even further, 29k, 30 to 29k, and um, that would be the time to jump in and jump in on the opportunity on the altcoins and the Ethereum, especially Ethereum. Wouldn't it be awesome if ETH went down to like a grand again? That'd be exciting, right? <laughs> Great opportunities. I tell you, it's a sell going on folks. So anyway, um, wanted to mention too, tonight, tonight we're going to have the trust fund, um, the money making trust fund, workshop or webinar tonight at 7 p.m eastern standard time free. free free webinar and we'll see you there i can't wait i'm so freaking excited about this new brand new program from streamline consulting services and ken is going to be the presenter along with his team as well 
And we're all going to be there tonight at 7 o'clock Eastern time, folks. If you are in, in a, if you're an employer, an employee, it doesn't matter. And you want to make money. Who doesn't want to make money, right? Make money where the, the trust will spit out money for you every month. Okay. And within five years, it can spit out up to $33 million. It is so freaking exciting. Finally, we found an awesome program for you all. If you're all interested, this is a program for you, folks. And it's tax-free, even better. So whatever money you put into the trust, it's spitting out money for you. It is tax-freaking-free. So that way, it's going to help greatly, whether you're employee or employer. It doesn't matter. So we cannot wait to see you tonight at 7 p.m. Friday. Let me tell you guys a little bit about Melio. Through the Melio platform, you can manage all your vendors and bills and organize when they need to be paid. And but first, the we U.S. has learned the hard way that elections have consequences. The country is right now in the grips of a border crisis with more than 200,000 illegal immigrants encountered crossing the southern border. That's just in a month. And that's just the ones they encounter. Inflation has soared to levels not seen for 40 years. There are record high COVID numbers, despite the fact Joe Biden was elected on a platform of shutting down the virus. That's what he promised to do. And there are growing social problems, including crime soaring, particularly in Democrat strongholds. And through it all, we have a president that is clearly not all there. The cognitive decline is obvious and, frankly, a little sad. Here he is asked a simple question about schools reopening. See if you can understand his answer. Oh, I think it could be, but I hope we got that there. Uh, that, look, maybe I'm kidding myself. As time goes on, the voter who is just trying to figure out, as I said, how to take care of their family, put three squares on the table, stay safe, be able to pay their mortgage or their rent, etc., uh, is becoming much more informed on the um, Oh, the motives of um, losing it. some of the political players and some of the and the political parties. The oh most God. basic of questions from hand-picked journalists, and he still can't articulate a simple message. Not only does he struggle to answer the simple questions, but he also has a habit of going off on odd incoherent tangents i mean the idea that um the american public are trying to sift their way through what's real and what's and what's fake and i don't think as uh i've never seen a time when The political coverage. Mm. Wow. You can see what I'm talking about there. Yeah, Remember Donald crazy. Trump once walked slowly down a <laughs> steep ramp and the American media were immediately questioning whether he was in ill health 
and physically capable of performing the job. But when it comes to Biden, the bulk of the mainstream media pretend all is okay. Dr. Gundry, is it okay to eat almonds every day? Nuts like walnuts and pistachios. That was it. Yeah, that was Biden. That was pitiful. Glad I saw that. He, he could barely talk. He's done a horrible job. He's he's turned America upside down. Well, the last time President Biden held a solo White House news conference was nearly a, a year ago. Now I got at that lecture. Democrats are hoping he can turn the page now from the party's setbacks at the White House reportedly considers a new communication strategy. They're going to do a reset. President Biden has given fewer than half as many news conferences as any modern president at their point, at this point in their term. In fact, President Biden's three immediate predecessors all held double-digit news conferences by this point in their terms. Joe, I'm coming to you first. Well, as you noted, he hasn't held a solo press conference at the White House in nearly 300 days. As a dad, I can tell you that's enough to carry a baby to full term and take a month off to enjoy the moment. But but I think this will wow. be as big a test. Well, you know, we got to put it in context somehow, right? Uh, this will be as big a test for the White House press corps as it will be for Mr. Biden. Because here you have a president at 33% approval, 28% approval among Hispanics. Just soak that in for a second. Only one in four independents support him. Build Back Better is dead. Voting rights, which really should be called the federalization and overhaul of elections, also pushing daisies. So there's plenty of discontent here that goes well beyond conservatives and Republicans. So here's what I would ask for what it's worth. Mr. President, more than 2.3 million people have crossed over the U.S. southern border since you took office. That's almost two and a half times the total population of your home state of Delaware. Mm. You have yet to visit the border. Yet Fentanyl is coming into this country in record numbers, primarily from Central America. And it is now the leading killer of those living in this country for those between the ages of 18 and 49. More than COVID, more than suicide. So what are you doing? What is your vice president doing to address A, the border crisis, and B, the fentanyl crisis, killing so many relatively young Americans? I'd kick it off with that, and then I would leave it here, Harris. Uh, Sir, why is it harder to vote in your home state of Delaware, where you served as a senator for many years, or harder... Mm for Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer's home state of New York in terms of voting there than it is in Georgia, which you have dubbed Jim Crow 2.0. Specifically, why is Georgia worse when comparing those states? That's what has to happen here. We need reporters to get specific, and we need them to pass their own test in terms of accountability and scrutiny. And I guess we're going to find out if they pass that test in about four hours from now, Harris. Kaylee, we know that the previous White House was given that test almost every time you guys walked up to the lectern. But this is a president who's rarely alone taking a lot of questions. It'll be interesting. It'll be incredibly interesting, Harris. You know, as a press secretary and as a president, presumably, I assume the president pays attention to the news. Anytime you have a big event like this, which certainly there's been a lot of buildup, this is only the second solo press conference for President Biden in the White House, you wake up and you survey the headlines. And Joe just walked us through some of the crises, but the problem for this administration is when the media starts to notice. Look at the headlines President Biden and Jen Psaki woke up to. Gallup, Biden, year one approval rating subpar, extremely polarized, The Hill. Biden hits one-year mark in dire straits. The Washington Post, the long slide inside Biden's declining popularity as he struggles with multiple crises. And Politico saying this, poll numbers are underwater, his agenda is stalled, inflation is soaring, COVID-19 is raging in the midterms. 
are coming. That as a press secretary and a president are not the headlines you want to wake up to. The real question here is whether the media, Harris, will stand up and ask the questions. There are four journalists mm. in that room I know to be good journalists. Um, among them are Peter Ducey, of course, uh, Philip Wegman, a great journalist, Steve Nelson, James Rosen. There are some good reporters yeah. in there. But will they be called on? Will they be called on? Or will Jen Psaki give Joe Biden the list of, of, of people to question him Who's it? those four names are missing? I know those journalists would hold him accountable. Okay, can I ask you a quick follow-up, though, Kaylee? And, and, and you're going to take it away from here. But I, I'm curious, did you ever pass out or were you given a list? I mean, did you know exactly who was going to ask what in the room? Like, you had your four favorites, so you knew who would be fair. And I totally get that. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I've been in those instances with you and interviewed the president. I don't ever remember having that kind of information giving to your team. But that's what we've seen. And I mean, when, when Jen Psaki says, well, it depends on what you ask if the president's going to take your questions. Well, that tells me, is he getting the questions in advance? Look, it's a fair question. Yeah, it is a fair question if they're getting questions in advance. You know, reporters weren't giving me questions for President Trump in advance. Maybe one or two reporters would say, hey, I'm interested in this. Like, mm -hmm. this is what I want to ask the president. Heads up because they want to get their question answered. But no, I didn't have a list of every question. I knew the reporters in the room. And I'd say, hey, Mr. President, maybe don't call on this reporter today. They seem a little hot. But I'll tell you this, President Trump, if I told him not to call on He reporter, would do it. I know. The first reporter he called on. <laughs> he <would do> <laughs> exactly. Uh. Exactly. Um, Emily, I, I wanted you to take a look at these numbers. You know, when you look at those solo news conferences in the White House, Bush had four, Obama had five, Trump had one a conference in the White House, uh, Biden so far won. But when you look at the numbers of, you know, press conferences with foreign leaders and whatnot, Biden has done far fewer than his predecessors. And it only comes, by the way, after the White House Correspond Correspondents Association president called him out, Steve Portnoy, with very strong words saying this, Eisenhower, who championed democracy versus totalitarianism and communism, built the interstates and sent troops to integrate schools, made a point of holding news conferences two times a month. The historical record of a presidency requires more than fleeting Q&A. He said that on January 9th, and then we get this announcement of a press conference a few days later. So my point is, it only came after really begging from the press and the president of WACA that we even got this press conference. Right, and, and I think his point is important to underline we have we have a facsimile of a president there in the White House. We have a shell, a vessel, someone who is occupying that position that certainly has in no way communicated any type of dedication to the American public, certainly not in the realm of communication and transparency, which, by the way, are pretty much the only two things we have to go on, right, other than leadership, which clearly is missing, too. Kaylee, I'd like to also discuss something that you just touched on. So when when a, a reporter would, mm -hmm. would say to you, hey, we're interested in discussing the southern border, it was because they wanted to ensure that you could bring all of the information. It was for the purpose of ensuring that they were as educated as possible to ensure the highest volume of information transfer possible. Here, however, with this White House, the, the asking of the questions, knowing in advance, knowing who and what to call on is because of the spin. And that media spin is what we continue to enjoy as an American public, including just this week when Joe Lockhart on CNN just on Sunday complained that the press is 
is treating Biden unfairly, he said, with the same snark he said that, yes, Trump deserved his words, but yeah. not this president. And then he said, he literally said there ought to have been a dividend for, quote, restoring truth and decency to the White House. I can't believe that the press is treating this president with this same snark. If this is what he deems unfair, I have no idea what treating this president with courteous criticism, what that would do to his charts. And then he went on to say that Jen Psaki is blessing us with the truth every day, he said, and yet we don't see her on air. He said, therefore, ensuring that media was about entertainment and not information transfer. But last time I checked, this network has her every time she carries a live press conference. So at least here, we're committed to facts, the truth, and transparency. However, the White House seems to not be. This is a full three months of food without needing any refrigeration or special storage. You're looking at our long-awaited three-month... Right, and Dagan, it's my view that the press should reflect in some way the mood of the people. And look, when this first press conference happened... Okay, we saw that. Uh, Biden's getting a real... Uh, he's just bad news. All right, this is a worldwide walk. Uh, by the uh, Robert uh, Kennedy. Let's see. And I, I, I don't know. Oh, it's in Brussels. No, January 25th. This is scheduled for two days from now in Washington, D.C. Boy.
that this weekend uh, in D.C. I really wish I knew about it before. Anybody here? Who's still, who's still here? Uh, Ann, you're here? Nina, you're here? I'm here. Yes, I'm here. Right. They're doing a, a march in D.C. Yeah, what? I wish we knew about it soon. A march uh, to just fight all of this censorship, fight all of the the mandates. You know, Robert Kennedy's running it. Uh, I got a video here, guys, from Rubio. Let's see how he sounds. Okay. What that was? Oh, he went to his tweet. It is, it is, uh... 25 years and immediately you start listening to the commentators and you know, read some of the things watching these people well today we get the terrible news that the american murder rate the murder rate in the united states is at its highest in 25 years and immediately you start listening to the commentators and you know, read some of the things watching you can't even hit a button it goes somewhere well, today we get the terrible news that the American murder rate, the murder rate in the United States is at its highest in 25 years. And immediately you start listening to the commentators and you know, read some of the things, watching these people on cable news, you know, all these experts, oh, we've really got to look into what's behind this and this is a terrible thing in the pandemic. No, it's not. Let me tell you what this is, it's very simple. When you have leaders that encourage lawlessness, you get lawlessness. When you have leaders that are insane and deranged and putting in place deranged policies, you're going to get deranged outcomes. And that's what we're facing here. Go back to 2020, the summer of 2020. You had peaceful protesters during the day. And at night, you had people out there setting police cars on fire and looting. And you had people on television excusing it. You had the current vice president at the time, Senator, raising money to bail people out of jail. Now you've got prosecutors around the country that won't even prosecute violent criminals. You've got this narrative out there that police departments are always to blame and police officers are always at fault and they're racist to boot. And so let's ignore them and don't listen to them and challenge them and challenge authority. You might even get away with it. You've got places out there that have decriminalized petty theft. So if you steal under a certain amount, they won't even prosecute you or put you in jail. You've got a border that's wide open. I'm not saying that this is the immigrants driving in, uh, the murder. I'm saying that when you are a country whose leaders say, yes, we have immigration laws, but we don't really mean it. If you can get in here illegally, you get to stay and we'll even pay for you to fly somewhere in the country and resettle. When you have that, when you have all that together, what do you think you're going to get? When you have leaders that are encouraging, excusing lawlessness, you're going to get lawlessness. And that's what's happening. And this needs to stop. It's hurting everybody. In fact, the communities that are most impacted by this are minority communities, African-American communities, Hispanic communities, working class communities are the most impacted by this. And this is horrible leadership by deranged people beginning at the local level in some places and then governors. But I think it extends all the way up to the White House. We have a Justice Department that apparently is more interested in going after parents who are protesting at school board meetings than they are against violent crime. But we have an administration that's most in, more interested in cracking down on unvaccinated Americans than they are on violent crime. This needs to stop.
That's it. All right, guys, I'm falling out. Ann and uh, Nina, darling, good night. Hello. Okay, Jill. Have a good evening. Good night. All right, good night, Nina. Yes. Okay. Good night. Talk to you guys tomorrow. I'm, t- I'm going to Okay, bed. dear. Good night. All right. All right good God night. Bless.